now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. All right, we are fully armed and operational right here in the battle station we call Say What You Will Radio. Uh, my name is John Smith. You are tuned in to the John Smith Show right here on Say What You Will Radio. All right, so we got all kinds of stories today. We got Donald Trump Jr., and uh, he referenced the teachers out there. Uh, by a certain term, we're going to get into it. I'm sure the left is triggered, as they normally are, but I'm sure they're extra triggered uh, after he said what he had to say. And now we got Pelosi. Uh, she's out admitting that they are going to pack the courts, not just the Supreme Court. Wait till you hear her reasoning behind it. Oh, my goodness. We've got a pregnant model. Her name is Emily Ratajowski. I don't know if I'm saying that right or not, but uh, wait till you hear what she has to say about her baby's gender. It's getting creepy out there, folks. Uh, President Donald Trump was again nominated for a 2021 Nobel Peace Prize. I think this is his third one. (laughs) Uh, We got a new segment we're going to try to do on a daily basis, if I can remember. It's going to be called The Dumbass of the Day. I don't know. Maybe we'll change the name. Maybe we'll go with a Pittsburgh term, since I am from Pittsburgh. It could be the Jagoff of the day. We'll see. We'll see what we call it, but we'll tell you all about this clown. How about Leslie Stahl? She comes out uh, after the Trump 60 Minutes interview and said she now needs security protection because of a death threat. We'll get into the details. Uh, speaking of another, uh, Speaking about another liberal newscaster... That nobody watches. How about Shepard Smith's uh, CNBC premiere? What a bomb. I mean, they got beat by everybody. They might have got beat by the John Smith show. (laughs) Uh, We also have some new polls out there by Yahoo News. And if we get into the rest of uh, the stories, we do have additional things to talk about. Uh, But first, I want to talk to you about one of our sponsors. This half hour is brought to you by... Grayfeather Farm. One of the customers says the owner of this store actually cares more about your situation than selling her own products. She is wonderful, giving extra advice and tips. I randomly uh, found the store by a broad search for cream and ex- uh, for eczema, and I'm so glad I stumbled across them. I've tried everything for my son's hands, everything. This has been the one product that has been able to help. Thank you so much. We are already on our second order. Plus, I like the product so much, I bought other things to try. She goes on to say, thank you for all the extra helpful tips, all the goodies, and taking uh, the time to care. It all works. As a buyer, you can't go wrong with Gray Feather Farm. Now, I will say, Jen is working around the clock at Gray Feather Farm. She's the owner, and she's working on getting the supplies and getting uh, some of the the uh, holiday boxes, Christmas boxes, uh, for your order this year. So uh, they are the perfect size. In fact, I have one of the items in my hand here. It's called Refine, and it's a facial serum. It's right here in my hand. And notice, guys, It's the perfect size for a stocking. 
Get your order now, and you can actually order under my videos. You'll see a link to Gray Feather Farm. If you use my link, you're going to get free shipping. And depending on the order, the order size, Jen may throw some freebies in there for you too. So check them out. Click the link below this video, or if you're listening to the podcast, it's in the uh, description of the podcast as well. Click the video or click the link and get free shipping. All right? I guarantee you that special someone in your life will be impressed with your ability to buy amazing gifts. All right, let's get back to the show real quick. Um, this is the John Smith show. I'm your host, John Smith. If you want to be a caller tonight, the number is 602-475-2000. Or if you prefer the live chat, you can do that too. If you want to email me, it's the real John Smith. You know what? I'll double check the email because we just switched it. Forget that. Just use the, uh, the live chat or give me a call or you can follow me on uh, Twitter at the real John Smith. All right, so back to the news. So Trump Jr., he was out and about, and he was talking to a large group of people, holding his own rally today for his dad. And uh, this is what he said that I'm sure, I'm very sure that he's got the left triggered out of their minds. You know what I love? I love seeing some young conservatives because I know it's not easy. Okay? Keep up that fight. Bring it to your schools. You don't have to be indoctrinated by these loser teachers that are trying to sell you on socialism oh, oh. from birth. You don't have to do it. Nice. Because you can think for yourselves. They can't. All right, so he referred to the teachers as losers. Now, that's what the media is telling you, and that's what all the headlines are going to say, that Donald Trump Jr. calls teachers losers during the rally. Well, that's not exactly fair, because he was talking about the teachers who put their ideology ahead of actually teaching factual facts, factual truth. And so I kind of had this conversation um, on uh, my Facebook page uh, earlier tonight because I that's where I found this story. And, uh, of course, people aren't listening to the video. They're just reading the headline, and they're, oh, they're just outraged. How in the world can Donald Trump Jr. call teachers losers? And I guarantee you, MSNBC and CNN and all the usual suspects, they're all going to be running that small little sound clip of him referring to teachers as losers. But the fact about it is, listen, teachers, they're not untouchable. Okay? I know there's this, like, group think that wants to say how amazing all the teachers are. And I think uh, even, you know, some people now that they have to homeschool their kids and they have to make sure that they're logging on to Zoom and all this other stuff, they probably have a greater appreciation for teachers because they're realizing what brats their kids actually are. However, 
Teachers are not untouchable. There are a lot of good teachers out there, and I'll, I'll equate it uh, to the police. Most of them are decent people. However, you have a batch of, to use the term Donald Trump uh, Jr. used, you have a batch of losers because they are more concerned about their ideology than they are teaching fact. And I'll give you an example because someone on my Facebook page said, oh, gee, my son never had a loser for a teacher. My son, okay. I don't know how old your son is, and I didn't bother to ask because I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I really didn't care that much, maybe at all. But both of my kids went through school. They've already graduated school, and one of them's almost done uh, with her degree at, at uh, University of Arizona. She's had knucklehead teachers all through school. And uh, the school district that she went to was actually one of the higher-rated school districts here in the state of Arizona. But uh, I'll give you an example. When my son was in, I believe it was ninth grade, I think I talked about this on the show before, but when my son was in ninth grade, he had to watch An Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore four times. Now, if you never heard of the movie, you're fortunate. Uh, but it's Al Gore lying out the case, laying out the case about global warming. And it's all from this left-wing, uh, you know, left, extremely left-wing position on man-made global warming and how the oceans are going to rise and all the polar bears are going to die and the country's going to flood, the world's going to flood. Yet all these rich lefties, they all have oceanfront property over in Malibu. And over in Martha's Vineyard, <clears throat> Obama. Yet they never move. You know, why is that? Why is that? You got to scratch your head sometimes and wonder if they're so worried about the earth flooding, why do they buy beachfront property at a, you know, a lofty $14 million price tag? Hmm. Makes you wonder. But anyway, uh, so these, this, the teachers in my son's ninth grade class, they, they made him watch The Inconvenient Truth four times. He had to watch it in history class, in science class, in uh, English class, of all things. And I believe he had to uh, watch it again. And I, I don't remember the other class right now off the top of my head, I'll be honest with you. But he had to watch it four times. And all every time, the reason I know this is because he had to bring home a permission slip to watch it because of, you know, the rating of it or whatever, you know, it was sensitive material and some snowflakes might've been, you know, upset about it. So the first time he brought it home, I was like, Oh, you gotta be kidding. I said, are they going to be teaching you the other side too? Or are they just going to be teaching Al Gore's movie as fact? Well, he didn't know. I mean, he was he was in ninth grade. He was he didn't know. So I said, "All right, well, I'm going to let this one go." You know, as a involved parent, I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to let it slide. And uh, the second time he brought home the slip for a different class to watch the same movie, I was like, "Wait, I thought you already watched the movie. I thought I already signed this." He says, "Well, you did, Dad, but uh, this is a different class, and 
The teacher said, we need another permission slip. I said, well, why are you watching it again? I don't know, Dad, he said. Well, it was the third time that he brought a permission slip home to watch it for a third class in the same year that I finally made a phone call to the administrative office down there. And I said, I want to know why is my kid being indoctrinated with Al Gore indoctrination movies and you're not teaching the other side? Do you know what the response I got from the uh, admin office over there at the school was? Mr. Smith, what other side? You see, that guy was a loser. Because there are thousands of scientists in the United States alone that disagree with the theory of global warming and climate change. There's a lot of people that actually believe that the Earth is still coming out of the previous ice age. You see, when you ask a left-winger, when you ask one of these loser teachers about global warming, and you ask them, well, what caused the ice age? I, you always start off, but do you believe that there was an ice age? Well, yeah, of course. That's what killed the dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Well, what caused the ice age? What do you mean? Well, if there, you know, people weren't driving around in their, you know, 78 Chevelles in their Ford F-350 diesels, and they weren't using their, you know, two-stroke lawnmowers and using their grills and all the cows weren't out farting around. What caused the Ice Age? Well, I don't know. Okay, well, well, if you can't answer that question, then what caused the Ice Age to melt? What caused the Earth to rewarm? You know, and they'll come up with some fancy, unproven scientific theory that the Earth somehow went out of its normal rotation around the Earth. Maybe, you know, maybe it went a little further away from the sun and it froze and then it came back. And I'm, I'm okay, well, if that can happen naturally, why isn't that happening again? How can you prove to me, and it's not because... Just like the coronavirus and the 2 million deaths that were supposed to happen, just like that, uh, global warming and climate change is all based on models. It's not science. It's models. In fact, there's a lot of science that says the opposite, that it is not man-made. The weather, we, we are so insignificant in the grand scheme of things that we cannot, as human beings, impact the temperature of the earth. It has nothing to do with fracking, which Joe Biden will end, I promise you. And if he doesn't, after he checks out for dementia, I guarantee you Kamala will come in and start going after the fracking. It will happen. Did anybody happen to watch the Tucker show tonight. I'm not going to talk about it because I mean, that's Tucker's deal and it was a great interview and it was uh, very damning for the Biden administration. But all I can say is, wow. Wow. Bobolinsky, man, he's got a lot to say. He's got the emails. He's got voicemails. He's got it all. I think Joe Biden, if he was to get elected, 
I think he'll be impeached by his own people. They want Kamala in there, whether it's due to uh, Joe's dementia or his, uh, I don't know, shady deals over in, in China, in the Ukraine. And now there's word about Colombia. There's stories coming out about Colombia as well. Yeah, he likes to work with those crooked countries, man. Uh, so anyway, what Donald Trump Jr. was saying is that there are teachers that are losers out there. And just like any other profession, he's exactly right. If a teacher is going to force their ideology on your kid like they did mine, that makes them a loser. They can't think for themselves because they've been indoctrinated their entire life. And now they're doing or trying to do the same thing with your kids. Your kids now, if you've got kids in school now, yeah, they're going to be uh, the uh, the guinea pigs for the critical race theory. We've talked about that on the show. I think you can go back and watch the uh, or listen or watch the episode where I talk about that, what's going on in Virginia. It's absolutely terrifying. All right, so Pelosi, she came out. And she said that uh, she uh, she will expand the courts. And I've got the audio, so don't take my word for it. Broadly in line with the way that I, I view things right now in terms of the, the, the state the country's in and their decisions. But if all that said, you know, checks and balances could be reasserted. I, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln expanded the size of the court. FDR famously attempted to when the New Deal was sort of breaking mm-hmm. on the shoals of that conservative court until it sort of changed its jurisprudence. Are you, as the Speaker of the House, are you open to efforts to do that in the future? Here we go. Well, I think that Joe Biden has given us a good path. He's going to have something that people can understand understand why this is important. And I like what something that Brian said about not just the Supreme Court, but the other courts. Uh It was a hundred. Well, in 1879, in 1876, there were nine justices on the court. Mm. Our population has grown enormously since then. What does Should that have we to expand do? the court? Well, no. let's take a look and see. Right. But not, and that relates to the nine uh, district courts. Maybe we need more district courts as well. And one mm. other thing we need, we need for these justices to disclose their holdings. Oh. Why should all the rest of us have to disclose our holdings? And that is appropriate, but not if you're a justice of the Supreme Court. They're in this ivory tower. Mm. And again, uh, one branch of, the, of government appointing the other branch of government with the acquiescence, not only acquiescence, uh, the, the bully bully, bully oh, actions wow. of the Senate of the United States. It's appalling. All right, it's appalling, but that's how the Constitution was written. You notice how she just despises how the Constitution's written. She's the ivory tower, as she refers to the Supreme Court. It's appalling. They should release their holdings. Um, Nancy, how did you make $35 million as a, a representative in the house? I don't think a lot of people know how you made all your money. So let's not, uh, be the one, the first one to cast a stone there, Nancy. And, uh, the Supreme court has had nine justices. Yeah, absolutely. And that was designed for a purpose. It was so that it didn't become a big bureau, a bureaucratic court. 
like you want it to be now. You want it to be based on ideology. That's the first thing the press has been yapping about since uh, Amy Coney Barrett was put on the Supreme Court. They're like, oh my God, it's six to three now. It's so unfair. It's so ideologically unfair. Okay, the courts have nothing to do with ideology. Nothing. Now, the left side of the court does because their ideology is more important than the rule of law. Their ideology is more important than the Constitution of the United States, and that's what they put first, is their allegiance to Marxism. Now, the right side of the court, their allegiance is to the Constitution of the United States of America, and they happen to believe in the Constitution. They believe it's the best Constitution ever known to man. So they're going to follow it. They don't believe it's a living breathing document. They believe it was written the time it was written and it was meant to be preserved for the rest of the country, for the rest of the life of the country. It wasn't meant to be changed. That's why writing an amendment to the Constitution is so difficult. They made it that way for a reason, Nancy. It doesn't matter how big the population is. That should have nothing to do with the amount of district courts we have or the amount of justices that sit on the Supreme Court. This is not a Congress. It's a court. They want to load and pack the court. They want to get as many left-wingers on the court as possible so that they can protect their ideology in the name of progress. So you're not fooling anybody, Nancy. Um, we're not buying it. Nobody's buying your, your baloney. And uh, God willing, you won't be the speaker come January. That's my prayer. That is my prayer for the country, is that you are ousted as the speaker. We'll see what happens. Now, we've got a pregnant supermodel. Her name is Emily Ratajkowski. Uh, she, uh, she says, and her husband says, they won't know the baby's gender until their baby is 18 years old. And they'll let us know then. Uh, do, are, are you following me on this? Do you see where the work, or I'm sorry, the woke ideology has taken us now? This knucklehead comes out and she says, when my child turns 18, my child will let us know then what gender they are. Is that the craziest, most insane thing you've ever... It's insane for so many reasons. One, um, if there's a little thingy down there, it's a boy. Okay? If there isn't a little thingy down there, then it's a girl. It's not that hard. You don't have to wait. In fact, you could probably have a sonogram done now and know exactly what gender... And I know what they'll say. Well, the gender and the sex, well, those aren't the same thing. 
and you call us the science deniers. Those of us on the right, we're the science deniers, and you're the woke, most intelligent human beings ever to grace us with your presence on the face of the earth. No, you're mentally ill. Mentally ill. It's becoming standard fare for leftist celebra- uh, celebrities to proclaim they're letting their children choose their genders. And pregnant supermodel Emily Ratajkowski is the latest, writing in Vogue, of course, that she and her husband won't know the gender of their baby until our child is 18, and they'll let us know then. Why 18? Why such, why 18? Why not 16? Why not 25? Why not 5? Why 18? That's rather arbitrary, is it not? I mean, is it because at 18 they're legally adults, so you're okay with following the law of man and saying a child is now an adult at 18? You're okay with that law, but you're not okay with the laws of nature? Again, the thingy represents a boy. No thingy represents a girl. Uh, Jen says that is some serious mental health issues. That's exactly what it is, Jen. For some reason or another, the country no longer looks at mental illness and takes it serious. And in fact, we condone it. We condone mental health. In fact, I I have another story I'm going to read here after this one about mental health or the lack thereof. Ratajkowski added to her essay, I like the idea of forcing as few gender stereotypes on my child as possible, but that she doesn't like, quote, uh, that we force gender-based preconceptions onto people, let alone babies. I want to be a parent who allows my child to show themselves to me. And yet I realize that while I may hope my child can determine their own place in the world, they will, no matter what, be faced with the undeniable constraints and constructions of gender before they can speak or, hell, even be born. Indeed, the woke pronoun thing is primed and ready to go. Uh, Let's see, Uh, Jen has here, she says, um, the thingy is technically called (laughs) a penis. That's exactly right, Jen. You're exactly right. That actually takes me back to, I believe, seventh grade uh, sex ed class. That is indeed what they call it. Uh, She then says, uh, they can say penis on the air. Okay, well, all right. It's just, you know, I don't know. It's just, this whole thing is just, it just creates an uncomfort level that I can't, I can't even explain. Uh, She said, still, she acknowledged that she, uh, she's asked her husband, actor, producer, Sebastian Bear McClard, he's, I'm sure he's a winner, uh, if he wants a boy and that he refuses to give me an answer, swearing that he doesn't have a preference. But one Sunday, uh, as he's watching football, he makes a remark about, about how it'll be fun to have a little boy to watch with. Ratajkowski uh, said she shot back, well, girls watch football too. It's a body part. You're right. Yeah, you're right, Jen. It is, uh, 
Yeah, it is. It would be considered, um, yeah, a body part. That's right. <laughs> uh, one thing's for sure, though, the supermodel has fears about raising a son, particularly due to the child's inevitable whiteness. Oh, boy, here we go. Oh, I swear they're going to put like critical race theory on the menus at restaurants. If you're ever allowed to go back into a restaurant, you're going to be forced. You're going to be reading about like the burger of the day and it's going to go right into critical race theory and what a racist you are. You'll never get to avoid this stuff. Uh, She says, I've known far too many white men who move through the world unaware of their privilege. (laughs) And I've been... Are these people for real? And I've been traumatized. She's been traumatized by many of my experiences with them. Traumatized. I mean, God forbid this lady ever experienced like true trauma to really know what trauma. She just throws the word out traumatized. Just like, you know, unbelievable. Uh, That word's about as washed down as love, right? You know, you can love your wife or your husband, and then you can also love a peanut butter cup. You know, that's a little bit different. I don't think she's actually been traumatized. And I don't think, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I can't. I can't do it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me see if I can find this uh, other mental. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, this uh This one's interesting. Speaking of mental illness, Jen says, oh, she will when she gives birth. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That and her husband both. They will both be traumatized. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know what's funny, though? Um, I wasn't there for when my son was born, unfortunately. Uh, But I was there when my daughter was born and uh, my wife went into an emergency C-section and I've always told my wife, I'll see parts of her that she'll never get to see. Right. And I sat there in the uh, delivery room while they just took everything, all the parts out. And uh, the only thing I could focus on, well, two things. I was focused on my wife to make sure she wasn't scared because they had to do, uh, you know, they had to, they had to numb her, uh, all in her spine. I forget what they call that, but they had to numb her spine uh, so that she couldn't feel this because they had to do it immediately because the, the umbilical cord was wrapped around, uh, my daughter's neck. So they had to do it immediately. And, uh, so the only thing going through my mind was my wife's safety and health because it was, it was terrifying to watch. And the health of my daughter. The the only two things I I wouldn't say I was traumatized by that. But it was definitely an extremely emotional moment. But uh, this idiot, she'll never, if if she's thrown out the word traumatized because of a bunch of white men and their privilege, she has no idea what privilege means. I mean, how old is this chick? She looks like she's in her uh, lower twenties. She's a model. She's probably been a model her whole life. So talk about privilege. Maybe she's the one who should shut her mouth, but 
she should also ease up on the Botox on her lips. Not very, not a very good look whatsoever. Not a good look. All right. Now, speaking of, uh, you know, mental illness and Jen has something, she says, looks like the back end of the turkey, (laughs) the uterus sitting on top of her belly, right? Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. But again, I was watching my daughter come into the world and I was, that was my, that was where my mind was. My mind was that I'm, I am seeing and meeting my daughter for the first time. And it was an amazing experience. And uh, I never felt worried. And I don't know if that was my faith and that was God intervening and uh, keeping me from falling apart. But my wife, she'll talk about it too. She'll say, yeah, you were, it was like you were watching a tennis match. You were looking at me and then you were looking at Reagan and you were looking at me and then you were looking at Reagan. It was like watching the, the tennis ball go back and forth. And uh, yeah, I, I think that was, I think that's how it was, but I never had fear. I never feared for my wife's health. I never feared, even though the umbilical cord was, was around Reg, I never feared for her. She came out as blue as a Smurf. All right, back to the story. Mental illness story number two. Uh, Transgender woman sues after being refused by beauty pageant. Now, I wish I had a picture. I was going to have a picture of, of this woman. Or man, I, I always that always confuses me too. Transgender woman, from my understanding, is if they say transgender woman, it's really a dude. But if they say a transgender man, it was it's actually really a woman. So in this case, the transgender woman, who is actually a dude, is suing because the beauty pageant refused to allow her in as a contestant. Here's let me let you in on a little secret. I wish you could actually see the picture. <laughs> but I don't think it's the transgenderism that's keeping this dude out of the uh out of the contest. Because again, key word here is beauty pageant. The key word is beauty. This dude um other than trying you know, wearing ladies' clothes and trying to make his hair kind of resemble something of a lady. Yeah, Jen's got it right. Shim. Shim. A she him. Yeah. Let's just say he's lacking in the beauty uh, department. Okay. And I, I know, I mean, these are shallow pageants. I mean, it's all about the exterior, but it's all about the exterior. In this case, the beauty inside, it doesn't matter. Okay. A Canadian, her name is Jessica Yaniv. A Canadian transgender woman, again, that's a dude, is suing a beauty pageant company for refusing to allow her to compete in the contest, according to the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom, which represents the business. Jessica Yanov, a transgender LGBTQ rights activist, well, naturally, uh, filed a human rights complaint against Toronto's Canada Galaxy pageants, alleging 
It is in violation of the Ontario Human Rights Code, the conservative legal policy organization announced Monday in May 2019, Yanov, whose biological sex is male. See, I got it. I'm starting to figure this crazy stuff out. Uh, applied to be a contestant in the pageant's 28 years and older division, but did not disclose she was transgender. Listen, the minute you walked in the room, it was disclosed that you were transgender. Okay? Nobody had to guess. There was no, well, maybe she's a, no. Everybody knew. Uh, did not disclose she was transgender and had yet to compete uh, or complete gender reassignment surgery, the Justice Center alleged. Well, then how is she transgender if she had yet to complete the gender reassignment? Like, listen to how Orwellian that is. Gender reassignment surgery. Yaniv was uh, tentatively accepted to the pageant, but the business had a formal policy stating only genetic females or transgender women who had uh, fully transitioned were allowed to be contestants, the Justice Center said. Uh, she's seeking $10,000 in damages for injury to dignity and feelings. I am not making this up. I wonder if she went through some trauma. Do you think? Do you think she's suffering trauma as well? I think she went through some real trauma early in her life. Something happened that got her brain all screwed up. And that's maybe what she should address. And maybe that's who she should sue. But $10,000 for injury to dignity. Listen, you're putting your dignity on the line every time you walk out in public in ladies' clothes and the lipstick. You got, you got, you got to lose the lipstick. Okay. No, in all seriousness, though, this is truly, this is truly sad because these people are screwed up. They don't, they're not thinking right. There's something that's not clicking. The light bulb is on, but nobody's home, right? And yet, the left in this country, they turned a blind eye to the mental illness. And you can't, I mean, if if I was, you know, if there were lefties listening to this show right now, my chat would be blown up because I would be considered some sort of ism. They would be losing it. They, they'd be triggered and they would be attacking me like crazy because I'm actually calling mental illness, mental illness. Jennifer says, Shim will never have childbirth. So, yeah. Yep. And it's not because, you know, she has a problem with her ovaries. I mean, she does. The fact that, you know, the ovaries aren't there and never were. Maybe that that's part of it, right? You know, like the whole uterus and the fallopian tubes in the ovaries, in the other things that make up the the vulva. <laughs> what a conversation tonight. Oh my gosh, it's 8.40. I got to talk about my other sponsor. My other sponsor for the day, uh, that is, of course, Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags. And I'm going to let you tell, uh, or I'm going to let him tell you all about them. 
Hello friends, this is Ranger Rob and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, we're back. This is the John Smith Show on Say What You Will Radio. You may also be listening to Good Talk Radio, our friends over at Good Talk Radio. Uh, we are on Good Talk Radio every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. And, of course, that's noon Eastern Standard Time on the right side of the country. Uh, we're also brought to you by Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, Gray Feather Farms, and... Fast Concepts LLC. Listen, if you live here in Arizona and you need your CCW permit or you want your CCW permit or you just want to take some additional firearms classes, uh, check out Pete over at FastConceptsLLC.com. He's a fantastic instructor. He's even a better dude. And uh, he'll help you get everything you need, including the fingerprint card, uh, the live fire, everything that you need to get your CCW. He'll do it for you. So check them out, fastconceptsllc.com. All right, we were talking before the break there. We were talking about uh, some of the mental illnesses that go unchecked and uh, the left who turns a blind eye to it. I I don't understand that other than saying, you know, them trying to come to you and say, hey, listen, what you're doing is totally normal. You know, I mean, if you want to kind of, you know, remove your little thingy and you want to grow a couple bigger thingies up top. That's totally normal. Nothing wrong with that. Totally normal. Uh, Oh, and by the way, can you vote for me? I I think that's what it's all about. I think at the end of the day, it's all about, uh, I don't care how insane you are as long as you vote for me because they know us on the Christian rights uh, on you know, we're part of the Christian right, the evangelical right. We're going to say, you know what, dude, okay, I hate to break it to you, but you're not a chick. Um, I don't know what happened to you, why you were trauma, what type of trauma, actual trauma you went through that where you think you're, you actually think you're a chick. And uh, they don't want to hear that. So when the other side says, oh, you're perfectly normal. Oh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you want to lose the little thingy and grow two big thingies. We'll support you. Oh, boy. Well, President Trump was nominated for another Nobel Peace Prize for 2021. Uh, the president has been nominated for another Nobel Peace Prize, this time uh, for one for his work with North Korea. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Uh, I remember the debate just a few days ago where Sleepy Joe was all over Trump about uh, his relationship with Kim Jong-un and how North Korea 
was so much worse. You know, as I recall, Donald Trump came into a very screwed up North Korea. I remember them doing nuclear bomb tests during the Obama-Biden presidency. Uh, But it seems to me that Trump has been able to get this lunatic uh, under control. So this marks the first nomination for President Trump for the 2021 Nobel Award season. Uh, The president was nominated by national security expert Dr. Peter Pry and colleagues for his work in de-escalating nuclear threats from Pyongyang and deterring nuclear war. Well, yeah. President Trump has been nominated five times this year so far, uh, though four of those nominations were for 2020 Nobel Peace Prizes. So that's got to trigger the left. They've got to be going like out of their mind. Uh, pretty funny stuff. Now, on to the um, the jag-off of the day, maybe? I don't know. Dumbass of the day, jag-off of the day. I kind of like jag-off because I grew up in Pittsburgh, and that was something, you know, it can be used as a term of endearment, but, uh, you know, it's also, it's like one of those words, right? Well, uh, Rob Reiner you know, meathead, he says President Trump's closing campaign strategy is to kill as many people as possible. No kidding. A week ago, Rob Reiner, president of the Hollywood chapter of the resistance. (laughs) Oh my goodness. The Hollywood chapter of the resistance. Oh man, they watch too many Star Wars movies. Holy cow. Uh, cheered, uh, Rob Reiner cheered as Barack Obama finally campaigned for Joe Biden. And it comes the, cl- and, uh, in comes the closer, Meathead said. President Barack Obama uh, throwing heat, he tweeted, <laughs> throwing heat in front of what, like seven people. I think I watched the video. There were like seven people there. And he kept saying, let me be clear. Let me be clear. There are seven people here. Let me be clear. But as many uh, asked, uh, shouldn't Biden be the closer for his own campaign? Actually, uh, a meathead said that. Yeah, probably. You know, it is the Biden show. Uh, Now Reiner is exposing President Trump's closing campaign strategy to hold as many super spreader rallies as he can to kill as many people as possible. We're not certain of the wisdom of killing off your own supporters in the run-up to an election, but there you have it. That's what he said. Trump's closing strategy, blanket the country with super spreader rallies and kill as many people as possible. Rob Reiner, the president of the Hollywood chapter of the resistance, actually believes that Trump is trying to kill his followers. Mm. There you have it. This today, October 27th, Rob Reiner, the Jagoff of the day. Now, speaking of other uh, idiots, uh, Leslie Stahl, you know her. Uh, she gets security protection now after death threat over uh, Trump's 60 Minutes interview. <laughs> oh, boy. 
The article says CBS hired full-time security for 60 Minutes correspondent Leslie Stahl after a relative. Oh, wait a minute. You mean it wasn't Leslie Stahl? Oh, well, isn't that interesting? So it was a death threat, but if you read the headline, Leslie Stahl gets security protection after death threat over 60 Minutes interview, even though the death threat wasn't towards Leslie Stahl, supposedly. It was actually after a relative living in the Los Angeles area received a death threat over her interview with President Trump, it was reported. And this is the key. This is this is the best part of the left-wing media. And this comes from TMZ. You know, I'm a lawyer, that guy. An unidentified suspect. Hmm. Isn't that always the, I talk about it on this show all the time. Anytime the left comes out and makes a claim like this, because now Leslie, she's got to be the victim, right? Because she had a mental uh, meltdown on 60 minutes with the interview with president Trump. She, she, she was out of her league. He just destroyed her. And then so that they couldn't edit it and make him out to be the bad guy. He actually filmed the whole interview while it was taking place and released it like four days before the interview even happened. That way they couldn't go back to the cutting room and make it out to be, you know, like President Trump was being a bully or just a nasty guy. No, he played the whole video. It was like 40 minutes long. And she was just like a petulant child. So now because she looked like such a, such a doofus, Now she's got to be the victim. So an unidentified suspect called one of Stahl's relatives in Los Angeles on Thursday. Yeah, because you're not going to threaten Leslie herself. You're going to threaten some relative of, do you even know who she's related to? I don't. I have no idea who this, this lady's related to. She could be married to Al Gore. I wouldn't know. Because I don't care. So some identified suspect, clearly, you know, a Trump supporter, some, some you know, flag-waving patriot, called one of Stahl's relatives in Los Angeles on Thursday, just hours before the president released his own copy of the interview on Facebook and threatened her and her family and said something about neo-Nazis. Oh, my goodness. TMZ... This is the most pathetic attempt to save Leslie Stahl's reputation that I think, I mean, did you guys plan this out? I'm a lawyer. Is that what you guys, I mean, did you have a little meeting? Did you meet up with, I don't know, Rob Reiner and maybe some other Hollywood stooge and uh, make this stuff up? like you did about the whole Russian asset story and Giuliani's now a Russian asset. And Bobolinsky or whatever his name is, he's a Russian asset. Well, he cleared up his name tonight on Tucker. I, I highly recommend you go watch that episode. But really, TMZ, really? He said something about neo I said something. I don't know. Oh, gee, it was something about neo-Nazi. I, I was so scared. I don't know. Oh, that's all I ever heard was neo-Nazi. And, and uh, I think he said he was a Trump fan. 
In fact, he sounded a lot like Donald Trump Jr. I wonder if it was him that made the call. Uh, the Los Angeles Police Department would not confirm whether an investigation has been launched because it hasn't been. Because they have no evidence. Because it's fabricated. It's as fabricated as that dude that's a chick that's trying to sue for $10,000 because the beauty pageant wouldn't let him in. This whole story is fabricated. It's, it's a total farce. And the, the Daily News ought to be embarrassed for even printing this garbage. And TMZ, I don't care if you're a lawyer or not. That's pathetic reporting. Uh, Shepard Smith, uh, speaking of pathetic reporters, Shepard Smith, well, he uh, he has his new show on CNBC, which I don't, does anybody even watch CNBC? I don't even know if I even have it on my cable or my satellite dish. It's certainly not a show or a channel that I watch. And the fact that Shepard Smith is on there now is even more reason to cancel my dish network. His show bombed so bad in the ratings, it actually placed last in all cable news, everything, including um, reruns of Fox business shows. (laughs) So they're running reruns at like three o'clock in the morning and their ratings are better than Shepard's primetime show on CNBC. Listen, Shep, the only reason you had any views whatsoever when you were on Fox is because you were on Fox. Just like Megyn Kelly, when she left, she bombed over at NBC. I mean, how many other people bombed after they left Fox News? Poor O'Reilly, he's trying to hang in there. He's trying. But how many people are talking about Bill O'Reilly today? I think more people are talking about uh, Tucker Carlson. I'm talking like maybe, I don't know, 40 million people more are talking about Tucker Carlson than they are Bill O'Reilly. Oh, boy. We have just a few minutes left. Yahoo News and YouGov poll. Everybody does a poll now. Everybody and their brother comes up with polls. And listen to this one. This is how left-wing Yahoo News is. It's a joke. I I have their app just to laugh during the day when I get their news, uh, their feed. It just makes me laugh. Uh, But their poll says, despite questions about the laptop from hell, most Americans think that the Trumps are more corrupt than the Bidens. That's their poll. Now, this obviously, this poll was taken, if if, if it ever was taken, if it's a legitimate poll, we don't even know. I mean, nobody called me today and asked me who I thought was more corrupt. But uh, that aside, you know, maybe if you're listening, did you get a call? Did anybody call you from Yahoo News and ask you who you think is more corrupt? The Bidens or the Trumps? But but besides the point, besides the point, here's, here's the, ever since the Tucker show tonight, and it's blown up, it's all over social media. I mean, like, millions and mil I bet 40 million people tuned in to watch that show tonight by tomorrow half the country will have seen this interview I guarantee you if they redid this poll if they ever did it in the first place but if they're if they did I'd love for them to redo it 
now and see what the pulse of America is thinking now. Because let me tell you, the Bidens are as corrupt as the day is long. I just hope that uh, Bobolinsky doesn't take any trips through Fort Marcy Park anytime soon. And that could turn out ugly. Uh, and a local story here in Arizona. So there was a Trump, uh, a big caravan of about 1,500 Trump vehicles with Trump signs and Trump flags and horns blowing and everything. And this was after, I guess, uh, I guess after the football game. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he happens to be one of the wide receivers for the Cardinals. I guess he saw all the Trump flags and uh, flew by them, flipping them off giving them the finger and well, he got caught on video and pictures and there's no denying it's him, but he was actually driving, you know, and I feel bad for these NFL guys because they are so, I don't know, they have no privilege whatsoever. You know, the whole world's against him. Uh, so while he was giving them the bird, he had one hand in the air flipping off the Trump people and the other hand on the steering wheel of his Ferrari. I know it's tough. It's tough being, you know, a black athlete nowadays. He didn't have the Lamborghini. He just had the Ferrari. Yeah, what a jerk. Apparently, he says that he wasn't flipping off the uh, Trump supporters. He was flipping off a truck or something, someone that slammed on their brakes. And he had to swerve to miss the vehicle without causing an accident. Well, here's the thing, DeAndre. Maybe you, maybe you should be in control of your vehicle so that if someone does have to brake fast, you're not riding their their bumper. So you have to slam your brakes on in your Ferrari and swerve to miss them, all while giving them the bird. I don't think your story really adds up. I think what the bottom line is, I think you're just a jerk. And I think people in Arizona, they're not going to be real happy. Well, anyway, that is the end of the show tonight. I had a fun time tonight. Jen, thanks for uh, checking in and uh, contributing in the chat room tonight. I really appreciate it. makes the show even that more fun. Uh, but this is the end of the show. Uh, so everybody on Good Talk Radio, thank you for listening. Uh, those of you who are watching the YouTube show, thank you for uh, watching and listening as well. Until tomorrow night... <laughs>